Okay, good morning, traders. Very, very warm welcome to uh, this morning's early morning trade plan session, which is your opportunity to be prepared for today's trading session. So we had some very um, eventful news yesterday evening, yeah, UK time, uh, where we saw the Fed um, increase rates by 75 basis points with a bit of slowing from the Fed now projected. Um, so some interesting price action over the course of yesterday. We had mentioned over the last couple of days it, it was really 50-50 as to whether the market would react. Firstly, whether we'd see a 75 basis point increase or 100. Um, we were very much in the 75 basis point camp, uh, as many of you know. And uh, that's exactly what we saw. But it was really 50-50 in terms of what reaction that would, would lead to. Um, and we saw really quite a very bullish response. So um, with a potential 50-50 recession in the US, so most traders and investors would take that if you said we would be going through a pretty aggressive rate hike cycle um, along with uh, a 50-50 chance of, of, of a recession of some sort. Um, that's, that's, uh, that would be taken by most, uh, most institutional traders. Um, so with a bit of work to do, they are looking to slow down these, um, these rate hikes and um, what that does is it kind of gives us a bit of a green light in terms of um, perhaps the next four or five weeks, perhaps over the summer to sort of see a little bit more technical follow through. So let's get straight into it then, as we always do. So we'll start with our risk warning, just be broadly mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. Just as a quick introduction, all profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. You know, where is your focus? What, what, what markets are you looking to trade and why are you looking to trade them? Where, of course, do you enter those markets? Where do you exit? How do you manage risk, hopefully, prior to entry? Um, how do you manage each trade to a successful outcome? All of these things are, are very important considerations for traders, kind of outside of the mechanics of actually uh, trading these markets. Um, and trading psychology as well as all you know, play an important role. And we discuss these considerations live every day in our live traders where we're making these trading decisions live. Um, and uh, we discuss all of these elements. And as you know, we're strong advocates of being consistent. If you're chopping, changing your approach, this is why these considerations are so important. Um, it's to try and, you know, keep you within a bit of a framework uh, and, and try to avoid chopping and changing and looking for the next uh, best thing in, in trading markets. It doesn't really exist. It's about pure analysis uh, and consistency in decision making and be disciplined with your capital of course uh, profoundly important especially in these market conditions very very quiet in the first half of the week very you know a lack of direction a lack of volume and volatility um, and then that volatility kicked in last night we're able to sort of capitalize on it a little bit um, with our u.s indice trade from yesterday which we're still in I'll show it to you now in just a second. Um, but also patience as well. We had to be remarkably patient, you know, in the first half of this week. Uh, and this is a good reason for it. Um, when you get in sideways moving markets or a lack of kind of 
high probability training setups for us we're happy to sit on our hands we're not we're not too happy to be you know ultra active uh during during difficult market conditions so let's start with review of potential market moving news so very quickly we just have a quick look at that news event yesterday um so we had the fomc increase rates we're now up at 2.5 very much kind of um leading the way now as far as global central banking is concerned we've got the us uh the rbnz and boc all up at 2.5 and there's a bit of softening now um across the bond markets if we just take the there's a bit of calm and this is why we, we kind of have a little bit of a green light to the upside for these indices is that if you go back um you could even go back yeah to may time we were certainly up at um 2.8 yeah 2.9 percent and the differential between that and and something like the 10-year was it was excessive so we would be at 2.8 on the 10-year bond yield um and the real rates were you know 50 or 100 uh, basis points and differential was, you know, 1.8, sort of 2%, something in, in that sort of region. And now it's narrowed really quite considerably. So there's less, there's, there seems to be less panic in these markets. So now we have 2.5 and the 10 years at 2.8. So we've really reduced, and I suppose the Fed have been really proactive in trying to do that, trying to calm these markets. Um, and we're still probably going to revert now to things like, earnings numbers and the Fed have made it crystal clear that they're monitoring the data and if the data comes in bad then we might see more rate hikes um, but they're anticipating you know a slower pace of rate hikes now um, with potentially a 50 basis point increase maybe a 25 uh, going into September um, so it's a shame that the, the, the Fed have to sort of act and behave like this because they were really late to the party but they're they seem to be making some progress and the problem comes if we hit this recession and, and if it's a if it's a bad one um, so all eyes will be really on the data now uh, moving forward talking about data we've got today now we have uh gdp advanced gdp numbers um uh, price index numbers unemployment claims so we'll be monitoring you know we've seen you know companies like spotify you know, basically sack 10 percent of its workforce overnight so we're going to start seeing the the true impact of this kind of slowing demand high higher prices type environment and it can lead to increased unemployment so all of these figures now will be feeding into to that um, kind of mindset bad data bad earnings would be negative for uh, these financial markets however positive earnings or, or mildly positive data would probably support price and it's probably going to be that linear um, so on Friday we do have an important CPE price index number and this is what the Fed you know prefer to focus on they, they think that this this particular number is a little bit more accurate for inflation purposes it is a month-on-month -month figure and um, you don't have to be a genius to know you know we're all dealing with um exceptionally high inflation and um we'll see what impact these um 
rate hikes over the last few months will actually have and if it will have the desired response there's a bit of a lag with it so we won't really know it, it will impact demand you would assume that's the only impact that the fed can have they can't really deal with any of the supply side constraints which you know war in ukraine for example and um lockdowns in in china uh, geopolitical risks you know they've gotten zero control over that so you do ask yourself or you do perhaps wonder you know what impact will they really have on the on the higher inflation now the problem is if you increase interest rates you impact demand um but how much do you impact demand and this is the balancing act this is the the slow the the soft landing we hear because they're saying we, we're under control and it'll be nice and soft and yes there will be some downside but not too much um, but the thing is they could get that very very wrong like they've got many things wrong um, over the last well you could argue over the last eight eight nine years perhaps um, but we are where we are and we, we, we can only deal with the situation as it as it unfolds and we've had you know pretty major global lockdown as well uh, to navigate through so we're up at 2.5 now and um, we want to take this information into these markets and, and kind of determine where we're likely to get the best opportunities so let's start with risk uh, a really strong move yesterday it's a technical move above um you know it's a structural failure trade to the upside which really failed to deliver over the last week and now today we've got that sort of technical move to the upside so let's see how we get on with that it's, it's a lot of resistance up to these higher levels um, and we're running into the fifth, the 100 period moving average as well. So, um, like I said, we're going to get this, um, these markets reacting uh, accordingly to the data. There was certainly a bit of a relief rally yesterday as well. So we look for US indices to the upside. Um, we kind of failed to get up there on the on the NASDAQ, uh, but a strong move above 12,318. In the end, uh, we were able to get into the S&P. We didn't really want to double and triple up because it could have really flipped on any direction. So US indices higher, potentially FTSE higher as well. A bit of positivity there um, and, and, and technically as well. The, the, the problem is with this market is the price action is really, kind of quite horrible uh, for the FTSE and, and especially as we go through uh, the election uh, deciding on who's going to be the next uh, Prime Minister of the UK you know we probably would expect a lot more short-term turbulence here in this market uh, Nikkei has just kind of rolled over um, nothing so far today as far as the DAX or no major response yet um, a, a good little move yesterday for uh, Bitcoin uh, off the back of this kind of risk on sort of mentality and uh, breaking above the 24,200 would would suggest that we get some short term upside. Um, still a tough trading environment for uh, Bitcoin traders, we would assume just looking at commodities. So we had a positive move yesterday in um, in oil. And you can see four days of really quite choppy, choppy price action. Uh, the the 98.24 to the upside is worth uh, 
worth looking at above the 98.24. And we're at that price now as we speak. So we'll have a look at that in just a few seconds. So a bit of, bit of upside in oil and gold, we can certainly look at. We did say over the last few weeks, we're likely to get some 1740 to the upside on gold. We're likely to get some really decent moves post-Fed, and that's pretty much what we've seen. Um, interesting to see the, the, the yen actually take a, a strong rollover to the downside. So that ordinarily implies that there's a, there's a kind of a risk-off mentality to these markets. And that's the confusing element to these markets. So we saw risk on, very clear risk on. Um, but what we saw most of yesterday was pretty much some dollar weakness. Um, and that's normally the flight to safety trade. Um, no, sorry, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, that, re that refers to the yen. So um, we saw a little bit of uh, yen weakness um, against the, the dollar. Sorry, I'm just... Um, sort of putting this together properly. So we saw initial some yen weakness against the dollar yesterday. We saw some continuation today and we're seeing that play through the euro yen and the pound yen. So we do have some, this is a market which is, um, <clears throat> we do have some uh, risk off aspects to it, but we're firmly in the risk on camp. So as far as the dollar is concerned, we had a bit of strong selling across the board. So we've got uh, indices up, and dollar down, which is the, the correct way around. We'd like to see that if we could. So we did get that explosive move above the 120.87 yesterday um, for the pound dollar. We saw some, some moves for the dollar yen to the downside. The Swiss franc broke this little structure here below the 9,600 or currently below that level. Um, we, we were edging further to the downside. We did get into that on Tuesday as a sell trade and just got stopped out on it. Um, so our momentum is very much to the downside. The Aussie dollar um, looks like it's breaking higher and the New Zealand will be looking for potential some, some further dollar weakness there. So some good continuation yesterday from, um, from the Euro pound, um, which is trading down at those lows and um, not perhaps a great opportunity for us so what we'll do is we look at the, the dollar weakness trade. We look at the indices higher. So look, I'll put this together in our chat box and um, and I'll put our trade plan together. So it's we, we can now sort of begin to shift from this sort of mixed market condition, um, which is what we've been talking about, unfortunately, for the majority of the week. So we're making some progress there with that. Um, so our market conditions currently are risk on. So we're risk on market conditions post FOMC. So um, We, we, we didn't really get any of these moves yesterday and we were worried as to whether we would because the mixed the market conditions were so mixed. So we didn't really get the euro weakening um, and um, the dollar strengthening and all bets were off obviously going into FOMC anyway. 
So um, there was nothing for us to, to get involved with yesterday, apart from that that dollars that US sorry the S and P five hundred uh, buy trade, which we were happy to get into, and it just grinded higher over the course of the day. So US indices. Um, Um, strength, I think it's probably fair to say uh, US dollar uh, weakness. So we'll be looking for those opportunities. Um, yeah, so let's put gold in here. Gold uh, by, by above the 1740. We haven't had a trade plan like this all week now. So um, uh, US oil, looking to buy above the 98.24. Okay, so this is our trade plan today. It's a little bit more more like it. It's exactly what we're looking to, uh, to get involved with. So um, we kind of have a bit of a green light to the upside off the back of last night's FOMC. And we're looking for further upside in the US indices we're looking for downside in the US dollar. And we, we, we're going to sort of look at those in, in the live trade room because they're heavily correlated, of course. But um, we, we want to be able to cherry pick exactly which market is going to give us the, the best bang for our buck, really, in, in, that, in that trade. So a little bit more work to be done. But really, gold looking to buy above the 1740, which is yesterday's high. And the U.S. oil market looking to get into that above the 98.24, with kind of ongoing oil concerns. Really, I think this is probably fair. So look, I'll post that into the chat box, guys. We'll switch over to our live trade room now uh, in just uh, just a moment. I'll put that into the chat box there for you. Any questions? Feel free to post them as always. We'll get back to you before we close off the broadcast. So look, thanks very much for joining us. Um, we, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every day from 8 a.m. for the European trading session and again at 12.30 for the U.S. trading session. So do feel free to join us if you can. For more information, just go to thelivetraderoom.com um, and we'll be happy to answer any questions that you might have about trading these markets uh, through our website. If you want to use the chat function, do feel free to do so. On that note, thanks so much for joining us. Do take care and we shall uh, see you tomorrow. Bye for now.